Today's episode is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or MadCastMedia.com. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. MadCastMedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from tax day to doomsday. With over 2 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Mikey, the audio engineer. Yeah. And as always, my first hand on staff moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah, none other. Welcome back. Today, we've got a great show, a great debate. We always do, though. It's always a great show. But this one, we're going to talk about whether or not pot should be legalized. Huge, huge age-old debate. And then we'll round out the show with some headlines, as always. But first, please welcome to the show our guest this week, Mike Gams, comedian and friend of mine. Mike, welcome to the show. Yo, yo, thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome, Mike. So, since you were on the show last, I think you were on about, what, 20 episodes ago, right? Yeah, it was in, like, uh, October. I'm looking at my first hand on staff, Rucka Rucka. Oh, this was my job, (laughs) yes. It was episode, um, you know, 20 episodes ago. That's (laughs) close enough. So, so Mike, you you were on a while ago, and since you were on last... You went on quite an adventure. You've been all over the place. I've, be, I've been seeing you pop up on Facebook, live events, protests, the White House, United Nations. You've been all over the place. What the hell is going on, Mike? Uh, yeah, I've, I've been around the blog for sure. Uh, after I was here last, I went on a, to go on a stand-up comedy tour, and I was touring around the country, and then that's when Trump was elected president while I was on the road. Who? Uh, that guy uh, that's in the White House. Oh, the the dude from The Apprentice. Yeah, the guy from The Apprentice. He got elected, and it, uh, it sort of changed the trajectory of what I was doing, and I uh, sort of realized that I could get a bigger crowd by going to protests than I could at stand-up comedy, so. <laughs> Did you... <laughs> Were you doing your stand-up set at, at actual protest rallies? Uh, I was at first for a while, yeah. <laughs> How did that go? I was in Chicago like a few days after Trump was elected, and there was like a you know a protest at Trump Tower, and I just kept going up to people and asking them who they were wearing and asking them about their clothes while they were all like pissed off about stuff, and I'd like go up to police officers, ask them who they were wearing, and just like try to do a fashion report <laughs> so, of protesters. So you're trolling people at protests, yeah. including the cops. Yes, and I was asking a homeless or protester to people which is pretty homeless fun. or protester <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> an asshole that's funny uh <laughs> i approve so mike i gotta talk to you though because one of the things you did is you went out to the standing rock protest and for those of you who don't know there is an oil company that's been pushing m- multiple oil companies i guess well, it's that- mostly the one energy transfer partners is and- the same company that is doing most of these pipelines it's all one okay energy transfer what is it partners partners etp energy- etp energy tra- mm-hmm. they're all these huge conglomerates always have the most generic name like i found out there's this company that makes malls around the country and all the malls like the westfield malls and stuff mm-hmm. are made by this company it's called general properties that's the name, that's the name of it. They're like the most brown paper cardboard corporate name they could possibly get. But anyway, Energy Partners over energy here. Transfer partners, energy Transfer Partners. Oh, God. <laughs> energy Transfer Partners. So they're trying to transfer energy through a Native American reservation. Now, originally, they were going to push it through another another town that was 20 miles up yeah, north, right? Yeah, it was, originally, it was originally supposed to go to uh, go through the town of Mandan, which is like just north of the Standing Rock Reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people of Mandan uh, got a vote, voted no on it 
so they rerouted it through uh, treaty protected land that's the Native Americans protected land and there was no vote for that they just pushed it through they just pushed it through so mm-hmm. what happened did the Native Americans were they like yeah we're cool with this or or, or was there was there a protest uh, I mean I think uh, a lot of people might know that there's a little bit of a uh, there was a protest uh, well it's not a, they don't technically actually call it a protest it was a, a prayer camp because uh, they're water protectors not protesters you know the verbiage is uh, important you what know? are you talking about uh, I'm not sure what do you honestly <laughs> I'm not sure no but what do you mean what do you mean they were they were uh, protesting they were protecting the water they're What's protecting that? the water not protesting oh I see so yes. what's what is so what is the concern of having a pipeline go through a reservation or a town I know like one of the major concerns uh, for there is that the land that they're putting it through is um, Army Corps of Engineers land which per like the treaties that Native Americans have is supposed to be for their use for whatever they want for camping fishing tent or hunting and this is also where they have their burial grounds so it's essentially like if you were to put an oil pipeline through like a cemetery that was for like veterans or something this is like where their ancestors are buried and it's like a sacred site that's supposed to be protected but isn't being protected so they have an issue with you putting an oil pipeline through their uh, sacred burial cemetery. Yes, and also the um, they're also pretty influenced by like the environmental impact of these pipelines because they're not very safe. And you know they say that they are, but the testers break, they leak uh, almost like every week. There's another oil spill somewhere, and the water could get contaminated just a little bit. And there's this thing called bitumen. You can't smell it, you can't taste it, but it, if it gets in the water supply, it can contaminate the entire water supply. Uh, even just like a little bit of it and you wouldn't know and it could uh, cause birth defects and even death and it would affect like 30 million people just that one pipeline because that's the water supply for that many people up there. You know what's interesting uh, on on the point of what you're talking about Mike is that I did a little bit of research about this a while back and this is some this is a story where you would think would would have been on the headlines for months and months but it wasn't. It was buried and I don't know why and I don't know how but nobody covered this story. Look it up. There was an oil spill in Yellowstone National Park. A pipeline burst in Yellowstone, the most sacred, the most protected national park in the United States, and nobody has heard about this. And it happened, I think, last year or the year before, and it was thousands and thousands of gallons of oil that was spilled in this protected national park, which, first of all, I thought, well, I didn't even know that they were drilling in Yellowstone National Park, but they are, and they have these pipes to go through, and they do they do spill, which is uh, kind of counterintuitive because you think, okay, pipes spill under the ocean underground because it's very difficult to drill and engineer pipes down there but this is something that's above ground it seems like this should reduce the complexity of the task and you should be more less likely not more to have leaks but that's not that's not the case uh no not not generally no okay so yeah you've been doing these uh, these protests and I, I want people to to follow if you guys are interested at all in what Mike is talking about or doing uh, we'll link to your social yeah. media profiles because that's a great way to follow and yeah. keep up to date on on all the things yep. that you're Facebook, doing out there Mike Gams comedy that's me yeah my, and Mike was out there I don't know if you guys know but the Standing Rock protest this reservation he was out there when they were uh, uh, hosing off the protesters right the, yeah uh, so one of the what's considered like the worst day uh, in terms of what happened there was uh, November 20th, which was uh, in the middle of the night, they sprayed water cannons in negative 20 degree weather onto like women and children, like just in freezing temperatures. Well, I was on a bus on my way there for the first time watching this on my cell phone, live streaming, just shitting my pants. Like, what the hell am I getting myself into? Like, I'm watching people be like brutalized and I'm going there and I had no idea what to expect. And then I I got there and um, I was there for a good chunk of November 
November and then into December. And when I was there in December, it was negative 25 degrees before the wind chill. And, you know, we're still camping out in tents outdoors and just holding down the fort there. And it was we're dealing with physical like elements is one of the most extreme conditions I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds pretty intense. Too bad you didn't have a good uh, good layer of Armenian fur covering you. Uh, I did. Huh? That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. It pays. Yeah, the Armenians did evolve to uh, get by in um, the Indian reservation mm-hmm. protest area. You well, could have just ended well, that sentence after you evolved, buddy. Yeah. Well, we, as an we Ar- did evolve. As an Armenian, uh, you should really be sympathizing with this cause because uh, just like the Native Americans, the Armenians are too part of a uh, a forgotten genocide that's tried to be ignored. You know, okay. just like Native <laughs> it's not Americans. forgotten. It's not forgotten. Sometimes it's ignored, but some ignored it's not is probably the better word. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Well, uh, yeah. Spe- can we can we put all the uh, Armenians on a reservation? Is that cool? No, it's not. What? Well, I mean, you already have Glendale, so. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, speaking of things that should not be forgotten, the debate from last week we should talk about. Uh, Mike, we, we debated whether or not prisoner organs should be harvested because this was something that was going on in China. It turned out that uh, China supposedly banned the practice, but people were still doing it. And we had a debate on whether or not they should be with our guest, Lyle McDouchebag. So I put it to the audience on whether or not the prisoner organs should be harvested, and with a 67% vote, they said yes. What? What? Yeah, 67%. Two-thirds of our audience thought, yeah, you know what? Let's let's harvest organs from prisoners. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, no ethical quandaries, no dilemmas about whether or not the organs are actually good or feasible. That's the argument. And you know what? You know why they decided that? It's because that was my side of the debate. That's oh, right. Shit. Smart. Good job. These are your people. Mm-hmm. These are your people. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Influencing and, society. And then we had a debate last week about, okay, we had a caller a couple weeks ago who said that his grandma claims that her friend got a divorce because she walked in on her husband getting a blowjob from John Wayne. Oh, yeah. I heard you say that. Yeah. And so we put the debate to the audience. I asked, do you believe the John Wayne rumor? And 52% of people said yes they think that john wayne was blowing this dude's grandma two percent yeah. what's the margin of error on these uh surveys here there 50? is none there is none there oh, is none. none oh okay it's 100 percent correct that's what i thought yeah. okay so he did blow the guy he did blow the yeah. guy according okay. to these guys uh, according to this caller, we got here first we got, Verified. Lot, we got a lot of calls about that this week but uh first again one of the most contentious things we've ever said on the show and this is by far is is anything about Domino's or pizza. We keep getting calls about these. But here's a guy who said that a while back we had a caller who claimed that the president of Domino's was into gay conversion therapy, which I don't I don't think so. I haven't found any evidence to support that. But here's here's what this I don't think this next caller really understands what gay conversion therapy is. Here, listen to this guy. Hey, this is the American Domino's lover calling in. And uh, you know what? It's 2017. There's no need to be a fucking homophobe. If the owner of Domino's decides that he's going to support gay gay therapy where they take people, normal, straight, hardworking Americans and turn them gay, whatever. I think it's a little unnecessary, but hey, I guess you got to boost the number somehow. Domino's is good. They solve a problem and they fucking fix it. Get over it, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, get over it, guys. All right, stop being homophobes. If they want to convert straight people to gay, 
They need to boost their numbers somehow, according to that caller. I don't yeah. think that I don't think that guy really Trigger. understood. I don't think that's how gay conversion therapy works. How do you know, Mike? You don't. Trigger. Here, I, I was I got triggered. They're uh, he's def- they're defeating themselves because uh, gay people have taste and class, and they would never eat Domino's. Okay, you know what, Rucka? <laughs> gay people. I bet I bet gay people. The classiest gay people love Domino's. The the trashy ones love what? What did you like last week, Papa John's? Anything but Domino's. Yeah, that bullshit. Here's a speaking of bullshit. Here's another caller. Like, literally, hold on, like, what? fucking frozen pizza from fucking Kroger is better than fucking Domino's, dude. Rucka, you are such a fucking pizza snob, and you don't even realize the quality of Domino's pizza. They've oh, improved dude. their quality. Fucking cringe, bro. No, it's not cringe. It's delicious. Right. Their robust sauce is, is so good. Their robust and inspired tomato sauce, it's, it's better. It's better than it was before. It's got a little bit of heat to it, a little bit of, wow. a little bit of pepper. And mm. the thin crust is good. The ingredients are better. Fresh how, ingredients, Domino's. How could you be, like... So for Domino's, yet so like historically staunchly anti McDonald's. And like, McDonald's sucks. Here's the but thing: Domino's, McDonald's, it's the same no, thing. It's not. They're in the same you world. Idiots uh, haven't tried Domino's since they redid their recipe. Have you tried McDonald's a lot? Have you you know sampled some of their new menu items ate, and been up to date there? Yeah, the McRib yeah, is back. Sh- shit, fuck the McRib. So you're saying you're what you know about McDonald's is equally invalid as what I know about Domino's, which is nothing because I don't eat Domino's. McDonald's hasn't reinvented shit. Um, have you seen the signature crafted sandwiches? You could pick your own bun, your own sauce. Wow. It's very innovative. Oh, cool. <clears throat> I already do that at the grocery store. I pick whatever bun I want. And it's just as cheap as fuck-ass McDonald's. I don't need to eat that uh, shit. That's not true. There's a McDonald's app, and if a sports team scores a point, you get, like, free shit. So that's the way to go. Use I think the, app. Uh, the Pilgrims used to bring Domino's to the Indians to poison them and make them commit suicide. No, it wasn't Domino's. It was, it was McDonald's. It was McDonald's. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. that's right. There is, there is actually, like, something halfway to that. Uh, that I, <laughs> all right, let's <laughs> see where he's half, going with this. I'll give you halfway, Rucka. But there is uh, a lot of people that believe uh, Native Americans, they never were exposed to stuff like fast food before like white people and colonists came here and that their people believe that their bodies can't process it the same way that our European bodies can so that's led to obesity in that community. I'm not saying that's what I believe. I've just heard that I mean, being I don't said think, before. I don't think fast food existed anywhere up until like, you know, 1941. Right. Well, I mean like that their bodies uh, couldn't like can't process it the same way or something. This is a thing that people say. I've heard this it's, a lot it's, actually. It's, it, it, literally you just quoted Donald Trump. This is true. People have said this. I did. <laughs> I did. Okay. <laughs> Mike Gans, big Trump supporter. You heard yeah. it here first. So, I mean, I was so, at his inauguration, so. You were. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's more than By anyone way, good, in this good room thing, to Good uh, thing obesity doesn't affect uh, those Europeans or white people <laughs> here. Know, right? yeah, good, well, thing, good thing they could slam all the McRibs they want and never gain a pound. Well, speaking of obesity, listen to this caller. He talks about whether or not America is the fattest country. Because the caller a couple episodes ago said that they were. But listen to this guy. Hey, this is a caller call out. I'm catching up on the episodes. The episode 42, we had a guy, a kangaroo motherfucker. Said that the U.S. is the fattest country in the world. Update: It's Mexico. We have some fat hombres. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh shit. Fat hombres. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> USA. That was a caller call out. Now I guess he did his research, and Mexico is the fattest yeah, country. Dude. Yeah, Gordo not the U.S. Hombres. People always think it's the U.S. The U.S. is always the fattest, always the dumbest. Look, guys, we're not we're not the best, and we're not the worst. We're actually. We're, we're actually the be- the number one economy in the world, the number one military in the world, and that's about it, I think. Well, what <laughs> number one military? Like in what way? You know, that's subjective. You no, know? it's no, some it's people not. think it's the worst military. You know, 
Who thinks it's the worst? It's the number uh, one military. The people that Mike. are getting bombed by us. <laughs> yeah, the people. All who the are, people that we kill, you know, and their families. Are, and how you can know. they? They are objectively the recipients of our bombs, right. and they can say firsthand how good our how military. Good our military. Is. Is. Yeah. yeah. When you're getting bombed, you have to concede the point that the mm-hmm. military that just bombed you did a good job. Yeah. A, a bad military would be one where they dropped a bomb and it was a dud. Think about that, Mike. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. You know, some yeah. people would think that's actually a good military, you know? Yeah, I was yeah, hippies. That's what we think of hippies on the show. Yeah. Should I just leave then, or? <laughs> no, Mike, we need you, and you guys will find out why Mike specifically is the perfect guest for this week's debate, but we got more calls. Listen to this guy. Hey, Maddox, it's Nate, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, I was just wondering what happened to that game show you said you were going to host. Yeah. Uh, Cash Floor, I think is what it was called. And also, is it going to be airing on Comet? Because thanks to you, that is now the only channel I get. Um, yeah, uh, thanks for putting on so many great shows. And uh, see you soon. Yeah, so I, I, did this, uh, I did this game show a while mm-hmm. back. That's what that guy's talking about. It's called Cash Floor, and I hosted it. I hosted an entire season of it, and they don't tell me anything. I don't know if it aired. I, I got a couple of emails from people who said that they did see it. They did see it aired somewhere. I don't know. I don't know what markets it's in. I don't know anything about this. TV is so weird and so much more different than I thought it would be once you get in it. Uh, people don't really tell you things. Sometimes you'll do commercials, and they'll air them in some market mm-hmm. that you don't know about, and you'll get get a text at like three in the morning from someone you went to high school with saying holy shit i just saw you on tv and yeah. i'm that's the first time i ever yeah, know you never no one ever fucking tells you anything you know like this week uh pewdiepie mentioned me in his video and two people tweeted me about it yeah two fucking the video itself got a million views probably two million like two people right. if those two people's dads had pulled out like i would still not know about this <laughs> you know what that is it's it's kind of like the bystander effect where people think that ever that someone else will have told you or will have notified you but in reality nobody did or nobody will i will be on the front page of reddit sometimes and i'll go and check and the thread has something like 17 20 000 upvotes mm-hmm. and nobody told me about it. oh yeah i was I, I was hanging out with you once when somebody like came by i was like oh hey you're on the front page read it yeah and you're like oh just casually mentioning this yeah. at night like at eight nine o'clock at mm-hmm. night that's when i'm first finding out about it anyway here's uh here's another caller this guy called in wanting to tell us some jokes hey guys do you guys like jokes yeah here's one for you but first let me ask you are you all familiar with the tv show game of thrones yeah do you think ned stark did a good job raising bran oh <sighs> All right. Well, don't ask Maddox. He hasn't seen the first season. Yeah, I well, is Game that something that happened in the first season? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, wow. I'm so lost. I, I can't understand that fucking joke. Did he have a son named Bran? I don't know. I'm such a fucking idiot that I can't infer basic facts based on sentences about a TV show where I didn't watch an entire fucking season of my life. You heard it here first. Maddox is a fucking idiot. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. From his own mouth. Yeah. All right. Um... We got a call, Rucka, or I think it was you. Who who was it? Who was shitting on India last week? I think it was you. Probably me, but also giving them props for like kind of uh, picking themselves up out of the mess they 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 wallowed in for the last fifty years. Yeah. Well, this guy. There's a comment on Facebook from uh, Cherry and John. Cherry and Cherry and John. He says, "I am Indian." And I'm offended that you would suggest that foster homes in India are better than family of monkeys. <laughs> I would choose a family of monkeys any day. <laughs> yeah. Bollywood is a shit industry. If you want good Indian movies, watch the 
Malayalam or Tamil movies. Yes. They actually have stories instead of Bollywood, just flashing bright colors and singy shitty, singy shitty songs. He says singy instead of singing. And I prefer Middle Eastern curries over Indian ones. Good day. <laughs> he ends the, he ends the message on Facebook with good day. He is Indian. Uh, but then we got this caller who really shat on us. It was me actually mm-hmm. because I said I wanted to go to India. Here's what this caller thinks of that. Whoa, 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 Maddox, time the fuck out. India? Holy shit, no, do not fucking go to India. It is a literal fucking shithole. You know what happens in fucking India? Have you ever heard of a little thing called designated shitty streets? Well, that's what they fucking have in India. People literally fucking shit in the streets in India and just leave it there, and then they wipe their ass with their own hands, and then they use their fucking hands to eat fucking curry. Maddox, <laughs> if you want fucking dysentery, food poisoning, and just the most unsanitary fucking conditions that you could ever dream of, then be my guest and go to India. But all I'm just going to say is, no, you do not want to fucking go to India. Fuck! No, you're wrong. I do want to go to India. First of all... Did he say designated shitting designated area? Designated shitting streets is what he called it. Designated shitting street. That doesn't sound so bad. That at least, you know, shows some organization. At least it's like True. a designated yeah. shitting Desi- area. Try coming to Los Angeles. Every street is a designated shitting street. When, before I lived in, in L.A., especially Hollywood, what a shithole. Before I spent any time in Hollywood in Los Angeles, the only type of poop I'd ever seen on streets is dog poop and an occasional cat poop if the cat's a total fucking moron. And doesn't do its one job, which is to bury its own poop. But usually it's pet poop. In L.A., no, it's human poop. And people say, oh, Maddox, how do you know that's a human poop? How do you know it's human turds? Because I know I'm a human, and I know the way the humans poop. Okay, where, uh, where dogs aren't going to climb up on top of an electrical box <laughs> to poop there and dogs aren't going to leave a big wad of crumpled up newspapers for toilet paper behind. All right. That's how I know it's a human, you idiots. I know it's human poop in L.A. because I've literally seen it coming out of a human's asshole. Just <laughs> just last week, I saw a guy shitting behind a Lassen's like the health food store in the middle of the afternoon in Echo Park. Right in the open. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Way- so so you're, you guys are shitting on India. All right. Just chill the fuck out. I think India's just fine. No, I think I, they're sure shitting in India. They're shitting in and on India. Look, I don't have a problem with India. I think uh, India would be a great country to visit. I'm super mm-hmm. interested in going to India. I mean, mm-hmm. India is changing, too. They're emerging. See, uh, for a very long time, they were ruled by the ideas of a very, very unimpressive, very bad person called Gandhi, who <laughs> basically, um, because of the philosophy that he... Uh, perpetuated you were not allowed to trade with other villages you had to live simply and only trade with your immediate neighbors and for about 50 years they were all starving in the street until finally someone decided hey why don't we let them do whatever the fuck they want and next thing you know your fucking tech support is stationed in india the whole world is 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 noticing india emerging out of the gutter that gandhi put them in yeah it was uh, president ayn rand who who bootstrapped india to the uh, to the modern century did you see the movie yeah. gandhi 2 before you saw gandhi 1 I didn't. I didn't know there was a Gandhi too, but I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it only exists in Weird Al's UHF, but you know that still counts for something, right? I'll watch it. You know what? You guys joke, but I my my theory is sound. My movie's theory is sound. Speaking of sound theories, at the top of the voicemail, we talked about that guy who claimed that his grandma saw John Wayne blowing 
her friends, right? Well, here's a, here's another theory. This is interesting. Listen to this guy. Holy shit, Maddox. I can't believe you started talking about Barry Manilow. <clears throat> I've been wanting to tell the story forever. So <clears throat> my friend has this grandma. She's been dead for several years. But apparently she had a friend who used to be married to this guy, but she divorced him because he was cheating. And it turns out that she actually walked in on her husband getting his dick sucked by none other than Barry Manilow. <laughs> I don't know why my grandma would make it up, you know, but it's just holy shit. That is so weird. Wow. Rucka, go yeah. fuck yourself. Oh, all right. So- the story sounded oddly familiar. The, uh, the, which one? The guy? Yeah. Yeah, Barry Manilow confirmed gay, and he just came out of the closet, what, like last week? Mm-hmm. He's Apparently. been married for 40 years. Not all rumors are false, guys. There's that one. And then here's a, here's another call. Speaking of rumors, listen, here's another one. Listen to this guy. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you guys are talking about Papa John's because I wanted to tell the story for so long. So my grandmother has been deceased for several years. Uh, well, she had this friend a long time ago, and, well, she divorced her husband because she found out her husband was cheating on her. And it turned out that uh, uh, when she walked into her bedroom, there was her husband getting his dick sucked by none other than a uh, Papa John's mm-hmm. pizza. One of those delicious Papa John's pizzas with a pepperoncini pepper stuck up his ass. Yeah. So, oh, Rucka, yeah. you're pretty cool. Thanks. Max, go fuck yourself. Hey. Yep. All right, there you go. Um, now, there's another thing. Holy shit, we're finding out everyone's gay on this show. Mm-hmm. First John Wayne, then Barry Manilow, and now Papa John's Pizzas. Everybody, everybody's sucking dick. But moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to the debate this week. <laughs> With me, as always, is my first hand on staff moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear his buzzer. And our guest this week is Mike Gams. Mike, let's hear your buzzer. Trigger. There it is. There's Mike Gams. And Mikey Bolts. We have Mikey Bolts on the buzzer, too. There we go. There's Mikey if he ever wants to chime in. If you guys hear these buzzers during the debate, that means that one of these fine and gentlemen have disagreed with something I had to say or are calling me out for a logical contradiction or misspeaking, which has never happened before. But moving on to the actual debate this week. Guys... It's April 20th this week, which means two things. It's Hitler's birthday, and it's 420, the day that stoners around the world and the U.S. celebrate marijuana. We here at Madcast do not observe Hitler's birthday. So, the debate this week is about whether or not pot should be legalized. This is an age-old question, an age-old debate in this country, and there's no shortage of opinions on them. With us this week is Mike Gams, with some, I'm sure, and that leads us to the debate this week. Should pot be legalized? Mike... As our esteemed guest this week, I'm going to throw it to you first. What do you think? What is your position on pot legalization? Well, uh, before we continue, uh, I have to ask you, are you a cop? I am a cop. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. I am a cop. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, uh, I'm definitely for the pots. You're for, you're I'm, for I'm pot. I'm all le- for the pots. Okay. Why? You think that you think that marijuana should be legalized because it's 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 still illegal in most of the country, most of the United States. Federally, it's illegal, and then some states have passed their own laws saying, you know what, we're okay, we're cool with it, man. So, what do you think? Why why should pot be legalized? Uh, there's a million reasons, but we could start is that it's not really that dangerous. Alcohol is legal, and there's more problems with alcohol. People uh, do worse things on alcohol than they do pot. Uh, oh, pot doesn't make you do anything bad, really. Like, not like alcohol. 
So there's okay, a starting first point. First of all, alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. Alcohol doesn't make you do anything bad. It doesn't. It doesn't make you. You're so right. Like someone can't handle their liquor. Yeah. <laughs> no, <that's>, I can't. <laughs> well, that's actually a fact. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing with alcohol, okay? Sure, some people have proclivities towards alcoholism. It can cause problems if you overdo it. But the same thing could be said of pot, can't it? Because here's the thing. Here's my biggest problem with pot, okay? People are always saying, oh, alcohol is more, more uh, dangerous than pot. Uh. And then they, they throw these stupid pamphlets at me saying that essentially the same thing, starting out with, uh, uh. <laughs> in the pamphlet, and it says, alcohol is more dangerous than pot. The problem with it, it, with it is, is that alcohol is legal. You are going to have more incidents of people abusing alcohol because, by definition, it's everywhere, and it's legal, and it's not something that's restricted. So, yeah, you're going to have more people drunk driving. You're going to have more people uh, do, committing crimes when they're inebriated. But if pot was legal, I highly suspect that you're going to have this, uh, an increased incidence of crimes committed with people who are stoned. Most of the people that are in jail for pot related things is because they were in possession of pot not because they did something under the influence of pot right right i'm not denying that but you gotta admit that if you have currently let's say you have a state with a million people who drink alcohol regularly and then in that state you only have say thirty thousand people who smoke pot regularly the difference is they can obtain alcohol legally so you're going to have way more incidents of people committing crimes with alcohol than pot because you have fewer people who are able to get pot legally than you have people who can get alcohol legally. Well, what are these crimes that you think are going to happen with like legalized pot? Same types of crimes that happen with alcohol. You get you get uh, you get people who are inebriated and driving while they're high. And that's probably my first argument that I would say against legalizing pot is because we currently don't have any way to test whether or not someone is inebriated with pot while they're driving no there's efficient. no way to test whether i'm on fucking acid when i'm driving a car you know <laughs> well then let's not let's not legalize that either you're you're bolstering my case mike so the criteria for if something should be legal is are you a good driver when you're on it because <laughs> in that case alcohol should not be legal well al it's not legal to drive while drunk right so okay i'm not <laughs> so if you so if you see a car swerving in and out of lanes on the freeway on the highway whatever and you pull them over, the cop's going to do a breathalyzer test. They have right. probable cause. And they're going to test and see if that person is drunk. But if that person isn't drunk, they're just high. How do you test that? How do you test if someone is high? The same way that you could do field sobriety tests for alcohol, you know? Mm -hmm. No, they're, it's not the same way. Because they don't have tests that reliably show that someone is high. Uh, they, don't have, they don't have them that they're using now, but you could. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, they can uh, tell them, like they can dangle some funyuns in front of them and see what happens. And if you okay. can't, well, if you can't tell if they're high, then what's the damn problem? No, if you can't you know? test, you can tell yeah. that they're high because they're driving like dipshits. Mm -hmm. People drive like dipshits just anyways. Have you been on a damn road? Oh, right, but that's that's besides the point. That's not the argument. But the anyways, what you're, like arguing, yeah. what you're arguing is that driving while stoned should be illegal. That's the yes. crime, yes. not being stoned. The problem isn't being stoned or smoking pot the problem is operating a vehicle while stoned so it's not the substance itself that is the problem it's the other action right so let's just go ahead and legalize it and then figure out a way to test whether or not people are high is that what you're saying because here's the thing if someone's swerving in and out of lanes you have basically one of two reasons that they usually do it they're either drunk or they're under the influence of something, right? Or they're drowsy. Do you know what I do when I when I yes, would be driving? Two when great I'm high? options there. Yeah. I just leave the <laughs> blinker on for too long. That's what happens when you drive stone. Well, don't. 
don't drive stoned because here's the thing i someone i've never i've never really smoked pot i've um yeah, I've clearly been, <laughs> yeah because i'm real we've smart. heard you talk about drugs before yeah look i i was at a party one time and you're at a party one time i believe that i you know i've been to multiple parties mike get on with it yeah well these guys had uh there was everyone was smoking pot like hey man you should smoke pot with us <laughs> narc bro <laughs> yeah i don't know why people think i'm a narc because you weren't smoking okay so you so you so you hit it what no you- no i was in the first of all i was in the room I, i'm pretty sure i got a contact high because everyone's yeah, smoking so much i mean that's okay. the thing that happens right it happens yeah absolutely. okay mm-hmm. so i felt that i think you're just too insecure for pot you're just afraid of it you're I'm afraid not, of what it'll make you feel i've yeah. been up your mind dude no yeah i feel great i thought you're supposed to be some badass who's not afraid of anything but you're afraid of a little pot huh no it's not that i'm afraid of it it's that i don't want to feel like a dipshit a goofy idiot like i've seen all my friends on pod you don't want to feel like a dipshit then why do you say half the things you say? Okay, you know what, Mike? <laughs> this is going to be a real short, real short episode in just a minute. <laughs> but here's the thing, okay? I've been at this, I've been, I was at this party. <laughs> okay. And? <laughs> Rucka's, what? Rucka's shooting me the cheesiest grin right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear this story. He's high too. Is that the whole story? No, it's not the whole party? story. Then okay. fucking get on with All it, right. God damn it! Everyone's smoking. Here, here's, I don't want to have smoke in my lungs. Smoke is not healthy for you. Right. All I right? don't want to have your booze breath in my fucking face. Well, booze breath doesn't give you cancer. <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah, I do know that. But there's it, no like evidence. Your liver doesn't your liver get fucked up by oh, pot? Gives you cancer. Then why do they prescribe pot to cancer patients often? Okay, so, Mike, to, we're to increase get to your that. appetite. Don't they give it to you in the form of edibles too? Yeah, yeah. to increase your appetite and mm-hmm. also to alleviate certain types of pain, which painkillers can't address. I'll I'll so, see that point. Yeah. All right, I'll see that point. When we're going to get to the cancer bit well, in a moment, but this is from USA Today. It says there's no reliable test to prevent people from driving while high. There is statistical evidence that cannabis use is related to an increased risk of car accidents. In 2013, a study shows that in comparison to being legally drunk with a blood alcohol level of 0.08%, it increases the risk of an accident by five times. Trigger, trigger, trigger. Why, I'm going to stop you, you right there. Why do you get so, triggered? Here, here's where I have the issue is yeah. it shouldn't be illegal to drive stone. It should be illegal to drive poorly. So if you're swerving out of your lane, that's what the problem is. It's not that you're high. So if you're high and you're driving fine within the law, then what's the fucking problem? My- you're, you're pointing the blame onto the substance instead of the fucking action. The thing that's wrong. Mike, you're well, saying that pots to blame this, for this it. This guy's the perfect uh, <laughs> spokesman for the legalization <laughs> movement. The guy sitting here with a fucking handkerchief around his neck, uh, a Maddox T-shirt. Shirt, 85 wristbands who just spent the last six months protesting the oil pipeline on American Indian grounds comes out here and announces that driving while stoned should be no problem as long as you drive well. Okay, Mike, I, I agree. Okay, let, let, I agree with that. All right. But it's like the same like argument that people use for they say that like, you know, hard drugs are, are, are illegal because like there's, you know, crimes that are associated with them. Well, those crimes are what should be illegal. And that's the problem. So if somebody murders somebody over for a bag of crack the problem is that they murdered somebody not the crack because there's plenty of people that do things and they don't murder someone yeah but one might say specifically operating a heavy vehicle while under the influence is is setting up a bad a bad situation where someone can get hurt 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not uh, gonna sit here and say that everyone should just get like stoned and do everything. Like, just oh, let's all just get high and, and do all this stuff. But if you could do, if you could do your job, if you could drive your car and you're fine and you're not breaking any like traffic laws, other than the fact that you're on a substance, if your driving isn't affected by it, then it shouldn't be a but problem. It slows down <laughs> your reaction time, right? Like, what if you're this close to hitting a, hitting another car or hitting a pedestrian? So does the fucking radio. So does listening to this podcast no, in your car. Really. So a million no. fucking it's the same, things. Exactly the same. It, should, only, it no. should only be if you do if you do a traffic violation, you drive unsafe. If you do something wrong, that's the problem. Okay, Mike. Here's the problem with this argument. Okay, this little this little dipshit hippie ethereal argument you just made. How do you test? How do you test people? You need you need to have. You a don't consistency. need to. I Mike, just told you. You it's, need to, you need you're to have blaming the substance instead of like personal responsibility for for what happens. So if you are driving poorly. You get a ticket for driving poorly. Right. Period. It shouldn't matter if you're stoned or not. Okay, but if you... And you're just, like, focusing on this, like, driving while stoned thing, because that's, like, the only argument that you have well, here. No, hold on. We're going to we're gonna get to the other arguments. But let's say if somebody's driving drunk, right? Uh, some people can drive, have different tolerances for alcohol. Some people can uh, operate vehicles just fine while being drunk. I play video games just fine when I'm drunk. Um, in fact, better. Some people would even say better. They're like, how how's that possible? I found a way. It, it's it, it is possible. There's no good or bad with video games. If you're playing video games, it's just bad. No, with me? No, just in general. Oh, just in general. You're not a video game fan. <laughs> All right, so All right. let's let's get some clarity. What's being said here? You're saying marijuana should not be legal because people might drive stone and we can't test for it. Right. Mike Gams is saying that doesn't stand because you should be able to drive stoned as long as you drive well. Yeah, I think that the um, the blame should go on the thing that's done wrong, not the substance. So you know? just I- inherently getting into a car and, and driving it while stoned should not be an issue. It shouldn't matter. What should matter is your performance on the road. I mean, can the like, same be it. said for alcohol? Like if you're a little, if you're drunk, but you're driving okay, is that cool? I mean, if uh, it, it, if you're not doing any, if you're not like, if you're fucking up, that's the problem. It's not the substance, you know. Mike, do you understand that if if they were going to do it your way, right? If they're, they're going to say, okay, the test is whether or not you can operate the vehicle drunk. The test is whether or not you can operate the vehicle high. You would have to test every single person for their own individual tolerance. No, I'm not saying you test anybody. Like, I, I don't well, know how, where you're getting you know? this test system. I don't, I don't... Well, okay, if you pull someone over who is high, first of all, you don't know how high they are, whether or not they've but had a little bit of But why'd you pull them pop. over? What'd you pull them over for? Because they were driving badly, right? Okay, so then that's what matters. It, you give them a ticket based on their driving. It doesn't matter if they're high or not. Well, hold on. We're not just talking about uh, driving performance. We're not talking about these the hypothetical scenario of a cop driving down behind of uh, someone who's inebriated uh, down the highway, and they see them swerving in and out of lanes. We're talking about, like, real world effects here if somebody's high and they drive it they plow into a group of pedestrians then it's too late you don't want to pull them over and and find out a person that did something bad not you can't blame the substance you're taking out personal responsibility of that that's one person that fucked up and did something shitty so you blame that person for their bad choices for their bad driving for what they did you don't blame the substance because plenty of people do these things and don't do that it's not like every time someone smokes a joint and gets behind a car that they go run over a group of people you know what I mean well okay that's like it's like the same thing as saying like uh, um, like the guys who did Columbine listen to Marilyn Manson, so everyone that listens to Marilyn Manson is going to commit Columbine. It's exactly you know? the same as saying, yeah, that. not exactly, <laughs> but the same idea. It's like just because uh, one person did something bad, uh, that's 
they need to have personal responsibility for that person. Blame the person, not the substance. Right. Gun, right. Guns don't because, kill people. People kill people, right? right? Yes, That's the argument yes. you're making? All right. Maddox, you're not going to convince Ralph Nader that here that um, <laughs> driving stoned is a problem. All right, well, well, you're well, not, just, honestly, if, if we want to even get down to it, all drugs should be legalized, honestly. Yeah. And that's my uh, opinion. But if you have someone who is operating a vehicle while inebriated they have lower like like Rekha was saying they have lower response rates they have lower reaction but wait, times you're, but you're like you're like missing the argument because you're arguing about that it should be illegal to drive stoned instead of the argument that should pot be legal you're focusing on just this one thing which is adding a second thing on there where we're talking about should pot be legal and you're saying no just because someone could drive stoned yeah but your your argument to him is saying that driving stoned is not in itself a problem therefore exemplifying the fact that marijuana lowers your intelligence. <laughs> listen, okay, listen. What if, how about this? How about this? What if take cars, driving cars out of the equation? We're all driving around in subways and sure. monorails or or let's say hypothetically marijuana is legal, but if you smoke it at all, you're not allowed to drive a car, aka you take a drug test. If you get pulled over for any reason, you take a drug test that said you got high in the last three weeks. You're going to prison yeah. for the rest of your fucking life. Let's just say that for a second. I could get on for, board for, with that for, more ar- than, yeah. for argument's sake. Okay, so should marijuana if take out the driving equation, take out the car driving equa- uh, part of the equation. Let's just talk about everything other than that why should marijuana not be legal maddox so many reasons well first of all i know you were joking about it a second ago when you were you when you were making the ralph nader joke but there is cognitive decline for people who smoke marijuana especially people who smoke it younger than the age 25 and this is irreversible uh this is from i believe it's from usa today it says people who smoke pot frequently beginning as teens have often significant declines in their iq as adults Volkow, uh, Volkow wrote, I think Volkow's a researcher. So then listening to this podcast should be illegal, too. Wrong. <laughs> In the New England Journal of Medicine, marijuana impairs critical thinking skills for days after people sober up. That means that teens who use marijuana on weekends may not be able to learn properly when they return to school. And like alcohol, marijuana impairs judgment so that teens may take more risks. More risky behavior, driving while inebriated, uh, having sex, riskier sex, that sort of thing. Now, here's the thing. Marijuana, there's nothing wrong with the plant, right? I'm saying, fine. You're, the, the plant is not the problem. It's the people who make bad decisions. I totally see that argument. That's, that's great. But this is saying here that you have cognitive decline and are less likely to make critical thinking decisions. And less likely to make the right decisions. You're more likely to take risks on marijuana. So just by the fact that that marijuana is more readily available to the public at large, it means more increased people, a higher number of people who are going to abuse that substance and make poorer decisions. Would you agree that alcohol increases your chances of taking risks and making poor decisions too? Yeah. Yeah. So why is that legal and pot is not? You know, that's actually it's really very simple. The whole war on drugs was just designed so that we could keep people in prison and and put our prison numbers up. They've gone up through the roof since Nixon, like all the way through, like just more and more people in prison. So they use this war on drugs, particularly pot, so that they could slap people with these pot charges where most people that are in jail or arrested for pot related offenses isn't because they did anything violent. It's just because they had possession of pot. So they make something illegal so that they could put people behind bars and they can control you. Oh, you have pot on you. Now I've got you, you know, and it's all designed so that they could keep people in prison well that may be the case i'm not i'm not denying that but uh let's talk about the the issue at hand and, and how that argument about alcohol is always but i do think that is up. part of the issue at hand because like the whole reason that pot is illegal and that 
certain drugs are illegal is because of this prison complex. You know, it's modern day slavery is what it is. You well, know? look, the, the prison argument, I've heard that argument and I don't disagree with it necessarily. You know, these laws, they disproportionately affect people of color because they want people of color to be behind bars because it's a way to have modern slavery. It's just continuing the systems that we've had, just doing it uh, in a more low key way is all they're doing. It's no different. Okay. Well, we're getting, we're getting lost in the uh, woods there a little bit, but let's talk about, let's talk, let's get back to the argument here with alcohol because I because that, that's an argument that inevitably comes up people always say well how come alcohol is legal it's more dangerous people drive inebriated all the time that sort of thing essentially what because i'm hearing is that's an argument for illegalizing alcohol as well when you guys say that all i hear is yeah let's make alcohol illegal too no, let's just, take that away it's just pointing out the hypocrisy of it the reason alcohol is legal is because there's so much big business in it there's the corporations like all these big alcohol companies are uh are big money makers in this country so that's why you know so no. why so why wouldn't the same companies if company if these big companies call the shots if they basically dis- dictate law from the from the office building why don't they make marijuana legal so that they can sell it to us uh, because they make way too much money off of pharmaceutical drugs in this country and keeping people addicted to them well, which is we, we oh, got- which is a worse epidemic than any street drugs drugs is the pharmaceutical drugs that we have people addicted to of all ages from elderly to kids like we're getting the country because of the uh the pharmaceutical companies and the insurance policies they're just profiting off of keeping people addicted to drugs right so so the the alcohol companies and the pharmaceutical companies basically own us and they decide what we're allowed to do so why don't they make marijuana legal in that case in order for us to then buy that from them and get you know get hooked on that right the profit argument can go both ways you can say you can make the case that the companies who are also you know these these big bad uh, alcohol companies who are just trying to keep us addicted to alcohol and keep selling it to us they are there look there's tons of companies in fact i've talked to some who who want to do business with me Uh, i don't (laughs) here's here's something that's kind of interesting i don't uh, smoke pot it's not part of my lifestyle at all but i have a lot of pot paraphernalia and i don't know why uh it just keeps creeping into just living in southern california you find yourself getting gifted marijuana shirts and marijuana stuff. i own a bunch of marijuana socks and i bought them thinking that they were maple leaves i i forgot i didn't i didn't look closely that pot increase decreases your entire <laughs> they were folded in a weird way and i couldn't tell in the package but they, i have marijuana leaves socks and everyone always everyone always thinks i'm a stoner i have a shirt that says hash on it i have another shirt i have tons of 420 shirts because i go on book tour and my fans given to me i don't smoke pot and i don't know why i have so much pot shit but so you're a pot poser I'm a, yeah <laughs> there you go i'm a pot poser but let's talk about the addictiveness of marijuana hold because, on just yeah. on the topic of alcohol being illegal we just should point out it was made illegal right and the result was the the emergence of the mob community and so what do you think has right. emerged from having pot illegal same shit yeah. yeah right right i just i just um I don't understand why they pick and choose which vices they want to uh, have be illegal or which ones they, you know, you know what I'm saying? No, like, I, I get it, Mike. I mean, look, it's not a perfect system. You can't we should say have autonomy in our own life. Like if I want to sure. fucking choose to do smoke pot, I should be able to choose to smoke pot. If I want to choose to do heroin, I should be able to, I should be allowed to choose to do heroin. But if I commit a crime because of that heroin, then I should be punished for that. Well, not on. for the substance. Yeah, but it's not that it's not that simple. Why like, not? Uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, First of all, because of the ramifications it has on the public at large. So if somebody becomes a coke addict or a heroin addict, heroin is very addictive, highly addictive. So if somebody becomes a heroin addict in our culture... 
then they are going to be much more dependent upon our healthcare system. They're going to be more of a drain socially. They're going to be more of a drain on taxpayers, on publicly funded people. They are going to become other people's problems. So that's why we're trying to look. It's it's a sloppy system. Marijuana is but illegal, you, but uh, alcohol is not. Heroin's heroin's illegal, but uh, you know some uh, cigarettes are not. Like, th- it's not a perfect system. You think the solution though is to have these things be so criminalized that like someone that's addicted to heroin and needs help can't uh, is afraid to get that help because they they can't even openly talk about what they're doing because they'll go to jail for it instead of get health care. No, Maddox Maddox's solution is and you know don't uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Maddox's opinion is we should uh, decriminalize all drugs and then end the welfare state and privatize all of the health industry. That way nobody's being forced to pay for anyone else's vices. Okay, wrong. No. no? Okay. Oh, dude, I could have sworn <laughs> that would be what you're going to say. L- listen, um cuz that would make so much sense. Yeah. Well, with I have I have here some statistics here. This is the marijuana health risks compared to cocaine and heroin. Okay, so marijuana comes actually about smack dab in the middle between cocaine and heroin. So the cocaine use is the lowest number of incidents. These are dangerous so, reactions. Uh, people turn who've checked into um, healthcare facilities, that sort of thing. Cocaine is the lowest, followed by marijuana and then heroin. Uh, these are it's about five hundred five thousand in two thousand eleven versus four hundred fifty five thousand for marijuana versus two hundred fifty eight thousand for cocaine. And of course, that doesn't uh, necessarily control for variables such yeah, as. I don't trust any of these statistics because like the way that all of these things are criminalized um they're they're just inaccurate numbers because people aren't going to facilities and they're not reporting these things they're not talking about them because they're illegal and so they have to do it in the shadows well look that's a straw man argument mike i I think that uh, heroin shouldn't be so illegal to the point where people who need help with their addiction can't go to healthcare people same thing with pedophilia that's something that is so it's so demonized in our in our country and it should be it's a terrible terrible heinous crime but to the point where you can't can't even talk to a psychotherapist if you have these proclivities if you're looking for help with your problem we shouldn't make it illegal to get to get help to try to solve this problem i agree i'm 100 percent on board with that whether it's heroin or cocaine or any any drug or substance yeah and you can ask for help with addiction it's pretty readily available. You can go into a rehab and say, hey, I've got a, a heroin problem. They're not going to arrest you and, and drug test you. Well, one thing that's interesting about that, Rucka, is that some states have tried to make it uh, legal to give free needles to heroin users. And people who are opposed to that mm-hmm. are saying, oh, that's enabling them. Right. I don't well, think it is. keeping people safe. You right. Know? It's, it's like they're going to do it anyways. And that's what like criminalizing all these drugs does is it makes it unsafe. Like when there's no it's when you have to go to the black market for this, like, I don't know, like say I'm going to get heroin. Like, I don't know if it's actually good heroin or it's not just a fucking bag of bleach and poison. You know what I mean? Like, there's no regulation of it. So that's it makes it way, way, way more risky because it's legal, because it has to be in the shadows. Well, let's let's talk about some of these risks of marijuana. Okay, first of all, we talked about addiction just slightly, but there is a risk of addiction with marijuana. It says here uh, again, according from USA Today, it says about addicted to anything, man. Yeah, but but this is this is adding the man (laughs) to that really major case. Yeah, I know. Listen, I know, bro. Listen, about 9% of those who experiment with marijuana overall and nearly 17% of those who use it as teenagers will become addicted, according to definitions of addiction used by the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Volkow says up to half the people who smoke marijuana daily become addicted. According to the 2012 National Survey on Drug Use and Health, 2.7 million people over the age of 12 meet the criteria of addiction for marijuana. And... 
there's also a risk of psychosis with marijuana in which people lose touch with reality and may experience delusions and hallucinations and paranoia. So it's not like there's no risk to marijuana. There, There's there's benefits for sure. There's risk should... to everything, though. Like, just... <laughs> No, there there aren't there aren't, <laughs> on, like, there aren't risks to everything. Uh, there there are like benefits and drawbacks to to most things. But we're talking about marijuana. Look, but if, if you want, if I want, if I want with my life, if I want to spend my whole life just a big pothead and all Zamas addicted to pot, that's my own fucking autonomy. That's my own choice. I have a, I should have a freedom to do that. And what if that substance makes it more likely for people to commit that crime? What do you say? Oh, like so so being on that substance makes them right. uh, more likely to commit a crime. Well, if they commit a crime, then it's a problem because there's people that do these substances and don't commit those crimes. That's like saying, well, no, I agree. I agree. I understand that point. But but hold on. What if it makes you more likely to commit a crime? Like, let's say the, the, the well, so instances. Alcohol. Well, OK. Again, that's a bad argument because that because basically you're arguing that we should make alcohol less legal or more more restricted. No, I'm saying they should all be the same way. It should. Everything should be like alcohol. Well, that's you not know? that's not true. Let's say there is. Let's say there is a 50 percent chance that the average person this is purely hypothetical, but a 50 percent chance that the average person will commit a, a crime. Right. Whatever that crime is, there's a 50 percent chance. And on. Another substance, say, be it alcohol, heroin, whatever, cocaine, it jumps up to 80%. You're telling me that we should well, what are those treat it exactly the same? Yeah, well, you're, you're, ta- you're saying that we should treat those those substances exactly the same, even though one increases the likelihood of someone committing a crime by 30%. Well, I think that those numbers are inflated because well, possession is yeah. considered a crime. So most of the like drug-related crimes are possession. So if drugs weren't as uh, criminalized as they are, the numbers of crimes being committed would go way down okay. because most of the... Like the people that are being arrested for drug related things, whether it's pot or any of these things, it's because of the legality of the substance, okay. not of their actual actions. Mike, I will cede you that point that possession shouldn't be a crime. All right. If you find someone who has some pot on them, you shouldn't arrest them. You shouldn't you shouldn't even find them. Who gives a shit? It's not whether or not you have the drug. What? No, drug you're up. arguing that weed should remain illegal. Well, I'm, I'm saying weed. Weed should be. Yeah, weed should be illegal. But possession of it. Who cares? That's the crime is possession of it. Ah, I don't think that's a big what do you addition. mean? You're the whole debate is should it be legalized or not? You're saying it should not be legal. I don't think that people who have it should be arrested. So who should be arrested? People who are on it and driving. People what? Who, no, that's not the debate. Well, if you have, look, if you have marijuana, if I have a, a case full of marijuana in my in my closet, who gives a shit? Exactly, you're making his point, but your fucking argument is that it should not be legal. That's the whole fucking debate, dude. You're not fucking this up for me, dude. This is the fucking debate, man. And you can't wait till 45 minutes into the fucking debate to to, to, to say you don't care if someone keeps it in their house. We're we're getting getting away from the argument. Well, on the same uh, point, like um, the (laughs) suspicion of someone like being in possession of marijuana or smelling marijuana is used to our our law enforcement to just have another excuse to be able to fuck with people. Like, oh, they smell pot. You don't don't have to tell me. I told you at the top of this debate, I'm a cop, so. Yeah. You don't have to tell me that. I know that's my yeah. number one tool in my arsenal. Mm-hmm. But all joking aside, look, we're getting off the the debate. Um, the topic, the the question that I asked was if there's a fifty percent chance of someone committing a crime, and we're not talking about that crime being possession. Let's talk about that crime being driving inebriated. Well, why don't okay? we talk about what the actual statistic is? Well, <laughs> it's irrelevant for well, this for this hypothetical. You're, I, I just want to get to the bottom of this argument that you're making here. If there is a fifty percent chance of someone committing a crime. And then an 80% chance if they're on a substance. You're telling me that that substance should be treated like 
Nothing. Like, it shouldn't be part of the equation? I just told you that I don't, like, accept those statistics for that exact reason. That I don't, I don't, I don't believe that that, like, because I just told you that the crimes are the a possession. So I think your numbers are inflated. So I don't no, but see it says the here, point in. It says here that, that, uh, that on, that on marijuana, it says here that, that, uh, there's statistical evidence that shows that you are five times more likely to get in a traffic death. And triple the rate from uh, from 2010, a decade later. It says here, Columbia University researchers found that marijuana contributed to 12% of traffic deaths in 2010, triple the rates from a decade earlier. So from the year 2000 to 2010, there was 12% of traffic deaths were contributed to marijuana. Well, how do they determine that marijuana contributed to it? Because it was in someone's bloodstream? Like, yeah. like so somebody smoked <laughs> two days ago and they still might test positive for it. Like, that's what I'm saying is I'm saying all of these statistics are, I, I just don't buy them because they're skewed in different ways. Mike, like you have to, you have to see the point, right? That not everyone is out to get you. Like not yeah. everyone is out to get pot smokers. Not everyone is out to get to. This isn't like just big government. Look, I um, understand that, that. I don't see that point because I do believe that that's what's going on. We're the whole system is put in place to, by design to control people and manipulate people like that. It's all by design, and so I'm not gonna like pretend that it's anything else. Like I, that's how it is. Like it's done on purpose. These uh, drugs were uh, you know criminalized just for the sake of being able to control people. And make another thing uh, illegal so that you could tell them what to do and you could put them in prison, you could boss them around, and you could keep people down. It's all a system by design to do this, so it's not a coincidence. Well, look, man, I've heard that. <laughs> look, man. And the, uh, and the uh, by the way, the uh, statistic that marijuana may contribute to paranoia is also yeah. put in place by the system and the man. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be, but here's the thing, man. Look, the system that was put into place to help fund our prison industrial complex which is which is bad mm-hmm. and i've heard I've, i know that there are studies that have shown that in inner city urban areas that police have targeted people who are who are at risk people who are of lower income levels and they are arrested more often for drug possession as opposed to white people and i've seen the study that shows white people are actually more likely about five to ten percent more likely than than mm-hmm. people of color to have drugs drug possession but they are less likely to be arrested exactly like i get it i get it that argument is sound and i i've heard it and i've heard it made a billion times but that doesn't just dis- you can't just readily dismiss every other argument against marijuana just because that's true just because that fact exists that there are people out to get people of color and there are people who are racist and people who are going to discriminate against lower income levels and lower classes of society doesn't automatically dismiss the the real dangers of marijuana and one of them let's talk about lung cancer all right because this is something that keeps popping up and i've heard over and over again there's no evidence that uh, marijuana contributes to lung cancer but now there there is evidence there is evidence that's popping up and this is a study i want to read it says that cannabis use and risk of lung cancer, a case-controlled study. Long-term cannabis use increases the risk of lung cancer in young adults, and the risk of lung cancer increases 8% for each joint year of cannabis smoking after adjustment for confounding variables, including cigarette smoking, and 7% for each pack year of cigarette smoking after adjustment for confounding variables. So what you're saying is just because there's proof that something may be bad for your health that it should be illegal. Well... Is that what you're saying? Because, sure, you could say that there is some health effects of it but that can be said about a lot of things should fast food be illegal should you know alcohol be illegal should cigarettes be illegal like where do people get their own personal choice in things like 
here's here's my rule of thumb okay because you should educate people on these things not enforce these rules you could educate them about these statistics that you're talking about right now right you know okay you you can educate and you can you know i've and heard that argument. make their own choice well sure you you make that case but you can also say the, the same of any crime and yeah. say let's let's uh, let's legalize every crime okay let's let's legalize rape and let's legalize legalize uh, robbery and everything everything's fine but uh educate what? people like how hey, did you get that from what i said well because you're just saying let's let's legalize anything that could potentially cause no le- uh, no i didn't say i said legalize we should legalize the substances and when someone commits a crime like someone murders someone someone ro- like steals like that is the crime not the drug mike do you think you this know? yeah what rape, you say, mikey? rape or anything that maddox said creates a chemical substance in your mind that you're addicted to so you go on raping people so it's technically the same thing is, is what you were saying. Anything that you get off to, anything that you take and uh, as a drug, whatever, mm-hmm. is the same thing. So, but if I were to take heroin, I'm taking heroin. If you're to rape someone, you're raping someone else. Like that's committing a crime against victim, a victim. Right? Well, question, rape right? and murder right. have a victim. Yeah, there's a victim. Right? There's no okay. weed is a victimless crime. Well, that's there's not- no there's no victim other than yourself. If you're to just become a heroin junkie and kill yourself on heroin, that's your life, your choice. Mike, if somebody, okay, you, are you for or against? Public health care. I'm for public for public health care. Yeah. Okay, so if you see someone suffering on the street, you see them collapse over. You're gonna leave. You're gonna leave them alone and let them live their own lives and let no. them suffer. You're gonna help them out, won't you? Yeah. Okay. I have multiple times. Right. I believe that. Um. So if you see someone collapse, if you see someone suffering from cancer, you're gonna try to do everything in your power to help them, wouldn't you? Yeah, but what I wouldn't do is make their choices that they've made in their life illegal, so that they feel like that they're the criminal and it's their fault for for this happening to them. You know, because well, that's illegal. Okay, but well, yeah, but no. Uh, if you have someone who's who's um, doing okay, distracted driving should be illegal, and it is. If you are mm-hmm. fire twirling in your car. Yeah. And you get in a wreck, no one's going to have sympathy for you. In fact, most people are going to think you're a dipshit and you're going to get fined and arrested. And it's not that, oh, well, you know, we shouldn't make fire twirling illegal. We should just make the person uh, suffer the, the consequences of it. Well, that's fine. But fire twirling makes it precipitously more likely for you to get into an accident if you're driving. And that's why you can't dismiss the fact that ma- these drugs, marijuana, heroin, cocaine, whatever it is, may increase the likelihood of you committing a crime. And if you get a, an illness, an ailment like cancer, it is going to be a draw on the social health care and the social fabric and everybody has to pay for it and i know that's a slippery slope towards yeah, fast that, food yeah, and, and pepsi and and sodas and things that make us obese and that sort of thing video games throw that in there well that's Anything. that's where that's where we're headed now if you're gonna make that argument that's where that, you're headed i know that's what that's what i'm saying i'm i'm uh, totally I'm on board. there <laughs> i am jump on my train baby here's what i'm saying okay you uh you have tolerances you have limits on how obese somebody can be before you kick them off the healthcare system you have tolerances you have you have limits on how inebriated if someone wants to have that lifestyle fine you check out of this the healthcare system you check out of the social system you go live on high island with the the stoner stoner island we'll call it and it'll be alcatraz and it's not for prisoners anymore it's just for it's like a pot heaven right and anyone who wants to do drugs anyone who wants to fire twirl while while they're driving around they can eat and drink as much as they want and be as obese as they want they are out of our social fabric out of our social network we don't have to pay for them as long as i don't have to pay for your habits and your lifestyles and the problems that come with them i'm totally fine with you doing whatever you want are you on board with that uh i'm on board with the part where you say that anyone could do whatever they want on stoner island yeah, I'm, Stoner <laughs> Island sounds fun. Or on so, or on the continental U.S. Uh, no, not where? I, no, not the continental U.S. Well, why, why not just do that here? 
because we already we have a social fabric we have we have healthcare systems and we have a police system that everyone pays into and if you are an if you are putting an undue burden onto that system if you're costing us well, millions the system of dollars is part of the problem anyway exactly. so I have no sympathy what, what for Mike protecting that to system. say is the government shouldn't be involved in our healthcare to begin with thank okay. you mike joking that's not what you're saying <laughs> you just look confused i didn't want to move on with, it's the pot it's, yeah, the pot it's the pot it is it is the pot well you know what gets me high guys my bonus episode <laughs> this week's episode is brought to us by our bonus episode but really i don't want to talk about the bonus episode we, you know everybody knows it exists the second one's coming soon but i want to talk about my new book all right because i sent out the mailing list finally after two years of announcing it i finally sent out the mailing list this weekend and people have finally seen the title and the cover of my book. And it's available now for pre-purchase on Amazon.com for the first time ever. Wow. Yeah. And so far, people are loving. I released the table of contents to, well, <laughs> most of the table of contents to the people who sign up for the mailing list first. And I'm also doing a special program where if you guys write a review of this book and send me a link to your review on Amazon, I will respond to you. I'm also sending out preview copies for journalists. Guys, this is the best thing I have ever written. And I'm usually really hard on myself, but this is by far my best writing. This new book. Fuck Wales. That's the title of it. Fuck Wales. Fuck Wales. Who That's right. The, the, country? Wales, the country? No, not the country. Not the country. Although I did <laughs> a xenophobic <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Look, I don't have anything against Wales, the country. You just want to fuck them. It's okay, man. You it know, could be stone. It could be Stoner Island for all I know. Mm-hmm. I get it. Dude wants to fuck Wales. But no, this is this is fuck Wales. The book is called Fuck Wales. That's right. AKA those big fish that swim around. Yeah. And, yeah. Those big, ugly, mm-hmm. barnacled monstrosities that yeah. people love. Oh, Wales. They're First of all, their singing sucks. Mm-hmm. Their songs suck. But the the anyway, the book, the conceit of the book is yeah. fuck whales, fuck your families, yeah. fuck poetry, yep. fuck fuck tables, yep. fuck horses, mm-hmm. fuck kids, but don't. No. And then <laughs> fuck fuck you, fuck romance. Yeah. Uh, I originally I I want I pitched the book. I have this chapter on poetry and I really take Robert Frost down a peg. You know, fuck Robert? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a poet. Yeah. Yeah. He's a poet. I, AKA, I'm doing air quotes quote, here. Quote, poet. Oh, man. Have yeah. you read any Robert Pro- Probably Robert like Frost one poetry? of them in high school. It's garbage. Yeah. He's a garbage poet. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Did he, did he I, uh, come up with The Road Less Traveled? Is that him or is that uh, Whitman or some guy? I think that's Whitman. Yeah. yeah. Just think that just for no real reason anyway yeah. robert robert frost garbage garbage poet i yeah, take him down to peg in my new book but anyway i'm gonna link to it on the website guys thank you for everyone who supported it. it's coming out i have a release date finally it's october 17th 2017 wow that's right it's happening fuck yeah dude and, and and this is amazing it's all happening at once but the game i worked on i wrote a video game called star blood arena and it just came out on playstation 4 it's a virtual reality arena based shooter made by basically the the descendants of the team descent mm-hmm. uh and it's just an amazing amazing game i wrote for the game i wrote the characters it just came out in stores i'm going to link to that as well there's so much shit coming out and this august coming up is my 20th year anniversary of running the best page in the universe. I'm going to possibly do a big fan meetup. If you guys are interested in this, leave a comment below. It's uh, on the website, madcastmedia.com. We'll figure it out. We'll see if uh, there's something that might actually happen. But uh, if I have enough time and interest, uh, we may do this. How so, big do the fans have to be to qualify for the meetup? We talking XL, 2XL, 3XL? 5'7". XL. 
for the for the men XL XL and over. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, guys, thank you so much for the support. Lots of exciting stuff coming down the pipes. I can't wait for this book to be out in the stores. A lot of people have pre-purchased it already. That really helps us out. But moving on, we should get to the other side of the debate. Mike, I want to I want to let you wrap up. You have another a few other points you want to make, right? Yeah, I was just so distracted by you know that uh, by the the book announcement. Um, I have to uh, I have to think here. It has nothing to do with the pot. It has nothing. It's definitely not affecting my memory or my like ability nobody, nobody to talk that. here. No, nobody no. suggests that. You you, you sound a no, little paranoid there, yeah, buddy. Yeah, no, it's definitely not the paranoia or 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 anything. Mike, um, would you say you're a paranoid guy? Why? Who's asking? <laughs> I can't even tell if you're doing a bit. Are you doing a bit? What do you? What? <laughs> the, the, the whole the whole uh, thing about the the system being in place and like the well, that's not paranoia. Not that's paranoia. just fact. That's I just mean, fact. it's not it's it's not paranoia, and it's not coming from weed. I mean, weed may enhance those feelings, but it's not. It, it's coming from universities, a hundred percent. No, no, it's coming no? from you know just that's how it is. But. Yeah, but here's the, the, the fact. That these I that vision of society comes from the academ- academia. Would you not agree with that? Is that not what like sociology professors teach you? I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I was in a sociology major. Hey, let me tell you guys a, a story. Okay, so I tried an edible. All right, finally, finally, one of my friends peer pressured me enough to uh, to try an edible. I've tried it a couple times in my life, and people always give me small dosages because they're like, "You can't handle this, man. This is some good shit, yeah. man." Understandably. Like, all right, give me, give me the. Give me your we've fucking- heard how you say use marijuanas. <laughs> I didn't say. I say I, I've smoked drugs. No, you, you said the phrase "use marijuanas" like fifteen times. Did today. I say that? Yeah. How many pots did you smoke? Okay, yeah. I've, I've look. I've tried. Anyway, I tried one uh, of these munchies. Statistics show that uh, if you <laughs> used uh, marijuanas, uh, you're not safe to drive a car. <laughs> you make me sound so square, but I'm not. Uh, no, you make you sound that. I don't. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I, I I tried an edible one time. I was at a friend's bachelor party in vegas and my friend right before we go out to dinner he's like hey man you want to try some uh some of this uh cookie pot this pot cookie and i'm like yeah all right sure fuck it i don't give a shit as long as i eat i don't mind eating it i don't want to smoke it all right i'll eat it as long as there's no irreversible effects to it (laughs) which there are if you're under the age of 25 cognitive impairment but he's like hey have this edible i'm like all right so i ate it didn't really notice anything and then it finally hit when I was at dinner, we were sitting at this dinner at, at, at this table in this restaurant and outside to my left was this big window at the restaurant. And every time I looked ahead in my peripheral vision, I could have sworn there was a guy in a trench coat watching me. And I, t- I kept turning and, he, and there was nothing there. And I kept turning all night long. I kept turning and, and, and I keep th- seeing this guy in a trench coat. And I, I finally, oh I'm freaking out a little bit. And I turned to my friend. I'm like, hey, man, um. I'm feeling really paranoid right now. My heart is my heart is racing. I f- I think there's a guy outside who's looking at me, but I don't see him. Do you think it's the pot? He's like, he's like, yeah. And he goes, Maddox, that's some bitch shit. Cut it out. And so, <laughs> so I said, okay. And I turned, looked straight ahead, and ignored everything the, the rest of the night. And I put both of my hands on the table, locked, and I wouldn't move. And that's how I spent the entire night. One Sounds of the first more time. interesting than most dinners. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, I guess it was, it, but it wasn't a good experience. Uh, now I remembered what uh, my other point was: is that pot makes everything better. Even that, at least that's fun. <laughs> at least there's some adventure in there. Look, it's fun you for you I to could, listen. Ask your viewers or your listeners: do you think they could listen to this show without being stoned? Okay. 
Another time I, I tried an edible. This is the only, I think the only other time I tried an edible. Uh, someone gave me a little piece of a chocolate. Oh, that, no, not a little piece. Yeah. It was a quarter, a quarter of a half. Oh, whoa. Yeah, oh, a quarter, quarter of a, a quarter half. of a half. Yeah. Half an ounce? What no, that, that would have been an no, eighth. A quarter, it was a quarter of a half of, a piece. of one edible. Whatever. They gave me a little bit of chocolate. How much weed was in it, though? I don't know. All it right. tasted like okay. shit. I mean, the shit can be fucking condemned. I yeah. mean, Mikey, uh, Mikey, Mike, you know. I they mean, said it was really potent. Yeah. So they gave me they gave me a quarter of mm -hmm. a piece of chocolate. And I said, okay, as long as I don't have to smoke it, I'll eat your bullshit. So they gave it to me. And I'm sitting at this party. Again, an hour passes. And I turn to my friend. And I said, hey. You gave me some bum chocolate, all right? Because this shit isn't doing anything to me. Maybe I'm just, it's my Armenian genes and I'm so strong. Mm -hmm. I can withhold, I can withstand the effects of drugs and marijuana. So maybe what it's are just... Armenian genes? Like they got like the bedazzling on the butt and stuff? No, that's not the thing. Maybe you're thinking of the Kardashians. But anyway, I, 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 I took this chocolate, whatever. I said, what am I supposed to feel with this? Because I don't feel anything right now. It's been an hour. And she said, listen, Maddox, when it hits you, it'll hit you like a wave. And almost... 30 seconds after she said that, it hit me exactly like a wave, and I felt like my entire body was kind of in the ocean, right? And I was, like, moving back and forth, like, swaying, trying not to fall over. Tight. So my friends are like, all right, let's get you out of this party. You're, uh, you're a mess. Let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get you home. And so I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, I felt good. It felt just fine. I got home, just passed out, immediately passed out, and then I guess uh, my friends put me on webcam and did a live stream on Twitch and I woke up with the uh, penises all over my face. Is that what you want? Is uh, that? But here, the yeah. problem is Harmless? that your friends drew penises on you, not that you consumed marijuana. Mike, the problem you, is the point is you are more likely to end up with penises on your face <laughs> when mm -hmm. you when you partake. It's a gateway. It's a gateway. <laughs> yeah. So um, you <laughs> you were saying that uh, like um. Uh, years of marijuana use is uh, is more likely to have like a negative effect uh, on you. There's people that would argue that like years of me reading your website has had a much worse effect on me than years of marijuana use. So. Mike, you seem fine to me. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Mike, is, is there any final points you want to make before we conclude this debate? I, I really, uh, I really not that I can remember. I'm man. really surprised you didn't hit the the medical benefits argument harder. Oh yeah, I mean, I definitely could have. We were too busy arguing about uh, me trying to say that you should be able to drive stoned. Yeah, yeah, we spent all the time <laughs> well, talking that. Look, I will say this though. I will say this. I, that was I, a good strategy, by the way. Dig me into that hole where I just keep trying to defend driving. Your honestly, car. I thought that was going to be a throwaway <laughs> argument at the top of the uh, at the top of the show. I didn't think mm -hmm. that we'd spend so much time on it. But here's here's something that uh, that actually you know I I like to argue both sides of the debate. Here's something that. I want to argue on your behalf, Mike. Okay. I have a friend whose mom is, I think, 53, 54 years old, and she had knee surgery. She's about as square and uh, conservative as you can imagine. Not your typical pot smoker. In fact, she doesn't smoke. She's never done anything, any drugs, anything like that. So like a lady you? She's she's Square, like the lady yeah she's like a lady <laughs> yeah I'm a very good, very conservative staunch staunch lady um anyway she got knee surgery and she was suffering from intense pain and and the doctors gave her every type of of pain reliever nothing worked and finally out of desperation her her, her her son the yeah to the her rescue son, her son recommended uh, some pot and she gave it a try. And it helped. It helped tremendously. And now she she smokes occasionally when she feels her pain flare up and she feels better. I will say that I used to be 100% against legalization. And after I've heard stories like this, and it's not just her, there's so many stories like this where people have are, are chronic pain sufferers and there are 
definitely medical uses and medical benefits from marijuana. But the majority of people who smoke it, mm-hmm. they don't need it for medical use. They just want to smoke it. And I wish they would just come clean. I would just, I wish they would just say, yeah, I just like to smoke it. That's well, that. uh, I mean, I like to smoke it, but along uh, those lines. So I used to, historically, I've had a, a major issues with alcohol before. Like I've, uh, it's, I've gotten off the rails and it's like just a thing that uh, me and alcohol have led to a lot of uh, bad things uh, happening. My own choices. It's not the substance's fault. It's my fault. Because I have to be, you know, on that same opinion. But one of the things that's helped me get over that sort of need and desire to drink is pot. Like when I'll go out with like my friends and everyone else is drinking and instead I'll get stoned and I don't wake up in the bushes on fucking in Silver Lake, which I've done before from drinking. I've never woken up in the bushes outside of a bar from smoking too much pot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's fine. If that's, mm-hmm. if that, if you can tolerate one mm-hmm. and not the other, so that's if, great. If, if you're listening at home and you're, you've got a problem with alcohol, just switch just over to weed. Pot. Yeah, no, I <laughs> firmly uh, support that. Yeah. Just switch over to weed. Well, look, if it, uh, if it doesn't affect you and you're okay with it, I'm fine with that. And bot- that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line with everything. If you're smoking pot and you're around me, I don't give a shit as long as you're not causing trouble. But anyway, speaking of trouble, Rucka, let's hear your wrap-up. You have a wrap-up for us? Yeah. Okay. I, I better have one. <laughs> shit. I mean, I'm not the hands-on deputy staff moderator uh, for first hand, first, uh, first hand on staff. First hand on staff. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, so um, I haven't... I have not inhaled in uh, close to six years. I have not smoked any marijuana. I've not eaten, not consumed marijuana in a very long time. Do I think it should be legal? Yes. But that's kind of my uh, ad- approach to politics, as you might have been able to gauge from listening to past episodes. Like, I, I, I don't think I don't think I should tell Maddox how the fuck to live his life. I'm sorry. It's, it's You can do what you want. Yeah. But with all that being said, listen, I have anyone who's listening to this. If you're a fucking pothead, you're fucking up, dude. And I know someone's say, oh, hey, fuck you, man. It's not meth. All right. You know, I, I'm with you there. It's not meth. And hey, it's working for me, dude. Like, uh, I fucking smoke it, uh, you know, after I put my kids to sleep and my, my fucking bills are paid, dude. And and then and my, my fucking mortgage is paid. It's a fucking mansion in the, in the fucking Beverly Hills, dude. That's how I'm fu- It's working out for me. All right, dude. Fucking calm down. I mean, it's not a fucking personal attack. I'm just saying, dude. Like, if one person is listening to this and five years from now hits me up and says, hey, man, I heard you on that podcast podcast and it made me realize it was time to quit it was time to make a change and i have not smoked pot you know since then i will i will be very happy that to, to, to have heard that thank you it's a rucka wrap-up <laughs> yeah. good yeah. job rucka that's a great wrap-up yeah. so you are you i'm More like I'm, a blunt wrap-up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm sussing out from that that you are opposed. So wait, 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 wait. Opposed to what? Opposed to legalization. I just that- said, were you f- you were looking right at me when I said <laughs> I don't I think all drugs should be legal. Oh, should be legal. Yeah, I just okay. I'm not I would probably not want to hang out with someone that does heroin. I don't I definitely don't want to no. pay for their fucking cost of living. Right, and I get- would and I would add to that, uh once we let the government get involved in certain aspects of our lives, they, they we end up at a point where we're arguing about should we be legal but then should alcohol be legal but then who's paying for this who's paying for that it's like once we start to uh 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 compromise on our liberty in in one area it ends up uh multiplying seeping over into other areas so that's just just my opinion it is a slippery slope you heard it here guys but moving on (laughs) let's get down the slippery slope to the news yeah yeah The, the real way, news, by I, the way. I don't think that the audience, by the by the time we get a few episodes deep from this, uh, from the point where I introduced that new Rucka, that yeah drop, 
Yeah. That one. I don't think they're going to be able to distinguish when it's you or it's me. I can't distinguish. <laughs> I can't. I can't I'm either. sitting right here. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. I'll hear it at home. I'm like, was that a drop? I can't tell. <laughs> and I found myself doing it at random times, too. Like, people will... I'll, I bought a sandwich the other day, and the guy's like, you want peppers? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mikey, <laughs> do you smoke weed? I smoke every day. Oh. Do you yeah. really? I smoke probably every day. Should and we just... Oh. I agree with a little bit of everything that everyone has said here. And I disagree with a lot of things that everyone said here, but I don't really care about what other people do. I, I liked your wrap up. Thanks. I liked a lot of the things we've been talking about. I don't know if I'd say I smoke every day so aggressively <laughs> that it's like, yeah, and if I don't get it, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. No, I, I mean, like if I go a week without smoking, then I go a week without smoking. But if I want to chill out, yeah. And I don't want the calories of alcohol. And I'm hanging out with everybody and they're down to smoke a joint. Damn yeah. it, we'll smoke a joint. And by the way, anyone who's fucking listening and, and wants to fucking attack me, oh, Runkle, what are you, anti? Dude, I will fucking, I will run your fucking set, dude. I am so much cooler than you. I don't give a fuck <laughs> who you are, man. I was just saying, just a fucking word of advice to people out there that know in their heart of hearts it's time to fuck, to clean up their shit. That's all I'm saying, dude. You want to fucking, dude, like, I am so much more dope than you. All right? <laughs> you, you, you better fucking look me up, dude. You don't know the fuck you're talking to you just got new shoes so uh, fuck yeah. all of you shoes are shiny as fuck dude <laughs> um one thing i will say for sure though is people that use the fact that they smoke pot as a replacement for a personality are the fucking worst you know what i'm talking about these people it's just like their whole identity is that they're a stoner yeah. oh, like, oh yeah i know there, the first time i experienced that was in high school there's this kid his name was matt uh this kid was a huge fuck up never did any of his homework didn't give a shit about anything in class Except for the one time in social studies class where the assignment was to write an essay about a social issue and he chose to legalize pot. And let me tell you, this guy got up on, on in front of the class and he gave a 20, 30 minute long sermon about legalization and he had facts and statistics and figures. He sounded like a fucking historian. He sounded more learned than our teacher has ever sounded throughout the entire class and it was only because of pot and it's the one topic that he is so well versed on and that is entirely his identity. I remember this kid yeah. was a huge pot smoker. I was never like an annoying Rasta fucking, uh, you know, I was never I was Rasta Rucka? I was never Rasta Rucka. I always <laughs> thought the paraphernalia, like the, uh, the 420 gear and the fucking pot leaf necklace, I always thought that that shit was stupid but i only hung out with other podheads back in the day like maddox we would not even be able to hang out i would get what? Like, i would get bored of you i'd be like dude like you don't you don't smoke weed do you at least get fucking like crazy wasted and fucking then smoke weed like dude like but now like you no know, no look at us hanging out doing a, yeah. doing a little podcast here having a yeah. good time i mean see see uh, your life changes uh when when you when weed is not your main focus in life which it was for me at a certain point in time that's right so we all agree with me do you think uh pirates would be pro marijuana oh yeah pirates no pirates yeah don't, okay. pirates don't smoke pot well, they use yeah, hemp okay. to like drag the fucking anchor out of the water Pir- what about what about slayer you think slayer's pro pot no, no, I don't no, think so. It mellows you out. Yeah, yeah. Slayer's all about the rage, dude. They're pro. Meth. You know what? They're they're pros. Habanero. Habanero. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they do habanero shots right before Fuck they go yeah, on dude. stage. And Gregor's. Uh huh. But anyway, guys. Speaking of uh, speaking of weird substances, <laughs> listen to this story. This is from I think it's from Fortune. Dead a dead bat was discovered in salad mixes, and it prompted a recall from Walmart. Did you guys hear about this? 
Wait. Fresh Express has recalled a package of salad mix sold at Walmart stores in the southeastern United States after a dead bat was found in containers of leafy greens sold in Florida. Wait, it was put there on purpose. Wait, you had me at Tell leafy greens. The company issued the recall of organic market-side spring mix on Saturday after two people in Florida reported eating some salad before the bat was discovered in the box. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the bat was sent to the CDC rabies lab for testing, though researchers could not rule out the deadly virus due to the animal's deteriorated condition. In- insert oh, so cringeworthy Ozzy Osbourne reference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they found they found a decomposed bat in a box of salad mix, and the CDC was called to make sure that there was no rabies in there. All right. Well, yeah, uh, the system uh, the system is, in fact, looking to feed us bats. Um, this is not a joke. This is not a scam. Uh, nobody uh, make any mistake about this. This this is absolutely intentional. It is the salad uh, by design companies. Is, is the term by right. design. Yeah, yeah. It's Wal- a system by design. Walmart, Walmart not exactly a mom and pop a street corner business, if nope. I uh, had to guess. The, yeah. One of the bigger companies out there. Yep. Guess where they get a lot of products from? Mexico. China. <laughs> and Mexico is the new China. Uh, well, that's debatable. But anyway. I don't fucking know. I wish, um, I wish this story had dropped around October. Wouldn't that be a real spooky story? Oh, dude, it would be over, dude. <laughs> be the most there'd, amazing. There'd be, there'd be no election. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What are you getting at? It would just be a spooky story to yeah. have in uh, December. Oh, I, in, thought you in meant, I thought you meant because of the, the Chinese connection. It oh, would, no. Uh, huh. It would put Trump over that... Uh, he would win the popular vote or something really awesome like that. Sorry, I'm just fucking with Mike, as oh, you can tell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know. Uh, I'm just high. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, no, okay. So when I realized that, I just yeah, said, yeah, let's yeah. move on. Um, okay, we got to... Here's one more story, then we got to wrap this up. But uh, did you guys hear about this? Moments after a family released a parakeet, a budgie, into the wild, it was snatched by their pet dog. Uh, this is from the sun.co.uk. A viral post has been shared thousands of times with many users questioning why the domestic bird was being released in the first place. Now, I have a clip of this. I'm going to play this. I'll, I'll post this on the website, but here's a clip of the moment they released their pet bird into the wild thinking they're going to let it free, right? Idiotic. Idiotic decision, but listen to this. One, two, two three. It was immediately like they let it go. It dropped to the ground and their dog snatched it up and ran off with it immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then <laughs> they, fa- they finally got the dog to let go of the parakeet. And then there's a picture of them holding a dead parakeet on social media. Oh, man. It's a dog like that parakeet. I heard there's a, uh, a bag of mixed greens at Walmart. He'd really love. Oh, man. That dog would love that mixed greens. Wow. Anyway, guys. Um, and, they uh, say, and they say marijuana is harmless. Yeah. That's just that's just what they're doing with un- uninebriated. Yeah. <laughs> just on their own. Imagine them on weed. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that dog had smoked an L right before that happened. That do- <laughs> that parakeet would still be alive today. Or it would be 10 times worse. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That dog would be arrested. I mean, we'll never know. For possession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our, our, our prison system is just filling up with fucking uh, golden retrievers yeah, as we by speak. Design. Yeah, they're real mel- by they're, design. They're real mellow dogs, though. Yeah. Anyway, Mike, before we wrap up, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to mention? Mm, 
Yeah, uh, I'd like to plug a couple of things quick. Uh, yeah. I'm doing a roast battle at the Comedy Store in Los oh, Angeles shit. on uh, Tuesday, April 18th, which is uh, tomorrow. Tuesday, April 18th? That's tomorrow. That's yes, right. What time yes. is the roast battle? Uh, it's like 11 p.m., uh, and I'm uh, roasting against uh, Fizza Dasani. Okay. She's another, uh, She's another comedian. comic. Oh, wow. yeah, Dasani, huh? Doesn't sound like a small business to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. Uh, but that'll also be uh, Periscope Live on the uh, Comedy Store's Periscope page. So no matter where you are uh, in the country, you could watch uh, Roast Battle on Tuesday night. Oh, wow. That's really so, cool. I yeah. didn't know that was a thing that happened. And it stays up there for like, you know, 24 hours or whatever. Okay, we'll link to it on the website. I think mm-hmm. that'd be really neat. 420 friendly. That's yeah, right. It is yeah, in your own living room. And yeah. then uh, I have another show uh, May 1st. That's Monday, May 1st at Caroline's on Broadway in New York City. So L.A., then New York City. Those are my next two games. Monday, May 1st at Caroline's in New York City. Yep. Yeah. All right. And what time is that? Uh, that's at 7. 7 p.m. Uh, and can- I- yeah. Okay. And I have a gift for you. Oh, you got a gift? Yeah, I got I you a gifts. gift. Uh, I saw this and I thought of you. All right, Mike is handing me, it looks like, a bumper sticker. It says, don't blame me. I voted for Ross Perot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's right. Yes, oh, that's man, this is, this is so badass. And it looks, Mike, this looks even vintage. This looks like it, it's an original one, right? Uh, I believe so. I got it at like <laughs> a... Uh, like a vintage shop in Omaha, Nebraska in November. <laughs> and I've been carrying that thing around for five months. Oh my gosh. Uh, this thing is amazing. You know, I thank you so much. Good. I, and I did vote for Ross. Yeah. Perot. I remember the episode yeah. you said that's the first person you ever voted wow, for. Thank you, Mike. And listen, guys, I should, uh, I really want to plug some of Mike's own stuff that he's doing because you're going out to the UN now, right? Yeah. There's the permanent forum on indigenous issues at the United Nations, which is April 24th to May 5th. Mm-hmm. And typically these forums, uh, generally lack the representation of the people whose issues they're talking about at these forums. The UN tries to make it seem like it's very hard to get into the UN or to sign up for the UN when in fact we learned um, the system on, on how to register people for the UN. So um, we have a bunch of people that were uh, like frontline water protectors up at Standing Rock and we're taking them to the UN to speak in like two weeks on April 24th, including like teenagers who are at the front lines and watch their friends being shot with rubber bullets and brutalized uh, by the Morton County Sheriff's Department um, up in North Dakota. And so we have registered and signed up um, these kids and other people to speak at the United Nations and to voice their concerns at an international level. And uh, I as well will be there and I'll be uh, live streaming and reporting all that for like two weeks. Well, it's very cool. We hope that you, uh, we hope that some of the listeners will start following your pursuits because it's very fascinating stuff. I'm proud to call you my friend and uh, really looking forward to seeing how these things happen. And by the way, guys, if uh, the listeners on the East Coast and West Coast, come out and see Mike at any of these events at uh, Caroline's in New York on May 1st. On May 1st. May 1st or the Comedy Store tomorrow, April 18th. Yep. So you have some options. Anyway, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you, Mike Gams, for joining us again this time. Thank you for having me. Thank you to my first hand on staff, Rucker Ruck Ali. That's right. Thank you to Mikey Bolts. Thank you, man. But most of all... You're welcome. Holy shit, Maddox. So I have this friend, right, (laughs) whose grandfather died several years back, but his grandpa was bisexual. (laughs) And my friend told me the story. I never believed it. But he said, apparently this guy's first wife divorced him after she walked in on him getting his dick sucked. By John. Mm-hmm. Hey. We always <laughs> thought it was bullshit, but then I just heard that guy's story. 
So, yeah, it guess it actually happened. Not that go fuck yourself. Okay. Hey, there it is. Wow, that's like three confirmations we had in one episode. This John Wayne. Yeah, what's that? It has to be true. Yeah. It has to be true. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. So we're Matthew McConaughey weighing in on it. Listen to this. I'm going to do a color call out. I think that his grandma just has dementia and is recalling a time she sucked his grandpa's dick during the original True Grid or something. Maybe in the movie theater. Maybe in the back. Maybe she took it in the ass. Oh shit. That's a weird Matthew Collar call out. Yeah. That so, guy does not help my case with the pro pot. No, no. <laughs> he, he, does he, does, he does like to partake. Uh, and here's one more. Rucka, last episode, we ended things on a note where someone was calling you out hard. <laughs> Basically, you had a you had a commentary on China on uh-huh. whether or not it was industrial. Here's a, here's a word Matthew defending you. Listen yeah. to this. Um, i got to defend Rucka from that caller that lambasted him so hard. He wasn't talking about China the country, but China the wrestler. Yeah. yeah. You go back uh, and mm-hmm. listen, it, it's very obvious. Yeah. It's very obvious. Thank you, Weird yeah. Matthew. Good. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Can I say a, a quote related to that? Yeah. Uh, this uh, friend of mine, a comic, Zach Reiner, uh, he said that, um, did you know you could dig to China? Not the country, but the dead wrestler. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Reiner, everyone. <laughs> hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>